meet fellow creative Chris once. He and his wife Erin have a film company and they do wedding films that are so beautiful. I'll put a link in the show notes so you can go check it out what they do. Um, We talk about depression and the importance of seeking um, a therapist and working through that. We talk about a little bit about the end about miscarriage and the loss of a child. Um, And we also talk a little bit about cancer, but all the thread throughout that is just this idea of the courage it takes to walk life and to seek help and to continue moving forward, even in hard times, which is why I totally respect Chris so much. Um, Thank you for listening in. Okay, friends, welcome to the Drive Candice Radiation Podcast. Here we are once again on the mountain in construction, like normal, because <laughs> it's summertime in Eastern Oregon. That's what we do. Um, driving me today is my good buddy, Chris Wentz. Hello. Hello. Thank you for driving me. This is kind of a last minute thing, and it's really actually a rare thing to see Chris once in the summertime. It's very rare between his fire career and his filming career. Summertime is go time for you. So thank you for making time for me today. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. I'm so happy and excited. I might have let out a little squee when I saw the text and the opportunity to come. You're one of my favorite people. Okay, so let's tell the people, I can't remember when we met, but when we when did we meet and what bonded us to each other? Good grief. Now we're really reaching back. It's a long time. We're going to date, I'm going to date both of us maybe here. Okay. Um, so when, I believe I moved to La Grande in 2005. Okay. And I don't remember if you were in the small group with Kim and Kevin Rainey or I not. But it was right in that same time frame okay. because it was the Willies, or right. well, Tim and Ashley weren't married yet, but right. it was Tim. He was a good friend. Well, both of them from back home. Yeah. And we got connected because Tim and Mike, I'm sure, yeah. bonded over techie things. Yes, and for sure. I have a little foot in that world as well. That's and right. so it was through church and through the willies and being around and then eventually I think it was maybe the next year we were in you guys were our small group like hosts yes and um that's right around when Aaron and I were getting together and my wife now for if you can believe it 14 years that's bananas that's mind-blowing I have to figure something out for 15 here coming up soon (laughs) yeah but yeah, so and what bonded us? Yeah, what bonded what us? What bonded us? I think we just shared your whole family and um, just, I'm sure you mentioned we were going to talk about this later, but just your kindness and your willingness to absorb people into your family. That's a good word. Um, you know, a lot of similar interests, like with Mike and I, and um, you and I with art and creativity, and um, of course, you know, our faith, and yeah. um, you guys are just so open and welcoming and inclusive, and that really speaks to my soul, and so 
if I find people like that and they're willing to reach out, then I'm you're stuck with me, I think. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm in. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, yeah, I I love talking creative things with you because your your brain and my brain can work really similarly, and I think we we bounce ideas off of each other, and it's really fun. And I've seen you do that with Mike too. It's really fun. So um, yeah, you and your wife have an amazing company. Tamarack Films, had Phil Company, yeah. and um, you mainly do um, wedding videos, primarily. primarily. But these are more than just what you would think. I mean, their story is storytelling, is what I think of, and it's cinematic, beautiful storytelling. Yeah, I'm so proud of you guys. Thank you. <laughs> okay, let's talk about kindness. What is something kind someone's done for you recently? Um given me grace where I don't deserve it and patience um, it's been as you mentioned summer's always crazy for us for me and my wife um, because of our w wedding film business and um, you know as you mentioned I'm also involved in wildfire and it's tough mentally um especially this year for some reason. Maybe it's the pandemic, maybe it's yeah. everything else that we've been dealing with, but yeah. um, this this summer, this spring coming into this summer has been very tough. And so um, there's a number of people who have just been very patient with me and given me a lot more room than I deserve. Yeah. And one of them um, is definitely my wife, Erin. She, uh, I don't know if anybody else could have lived with me for the past couple months. And so, um, that's like top of the list for, for sure. sure. And there's so much more I could, you know, I don't, it would be multiple trips back and <laughs> forth just to explain all of that. But, um, there's also been a lot of other people who just have given me space as I work through stuff and are there if I need them, um, but also aren't pushing, if that makes sense. Yeah. And for me right now, that's very kind. Um, you know, they're checking in, they're wanting the best for me, but they're also not, you know, telling me to buck up or, yeah. or anything like that. The and worst. I, <laughs> kindness, as you and I were just mentioning as we were preparing, is something that this lack of this world is sorely lacking mm -hmm. and as you were talking about just all the benefits even just like the the personal health benefits yes. mental and physical health of just showing kindness seeing kindness receiving kindness yeah. um i mean i could i could keep going on it's let's i mean it's even something in our business that we set out to just serve well and I think the biggest part of that is just kindness yes. just you know we want people to have an amazing wedding day whether that means we're filming or we need to shut things off and you know because we're seeing that things are just too stressful or something you know something's happened weddings can be crazy oh my gosh and as much as we try to help everything go really well <laughs> they can yeah they're bananas and yeah. so just having just being in tune to 
you know, what somebody else is, you know, you're picking up vibes and it's, okay, it's time to not push that anymore. It would have made their film better, but it's not going to make their day better and we're just going to step back and eventually that will make the film better too for them. So, I mean, that's even just being in tune to, you know, is this something I need to keep pushing on? Right. Right. (laughs) And that's what people have been doing for me lately. And so that's kind of top of mind. That's good. I think um, that is so good because just being, just reminding ourselves, um, especially if you're, if you can tend to be like, I want people to toughen up and be strong, that we might need to just give each other some, some love and some grace in that. Be gentle in how you speak with weather because you don't know what somebody's going through. Um, it's really easy for me right now because I have a bald old head, so you can probably tell that I have cancer. But if I didn't have a bald head, you probably couldn't tell. But I'm still going through things. And um, people who, you know, say things that are like, you should just be strong or buck up, it can be really devastating. So, And I think coming off of a pandemic and the pressures that were around it, we're still feeling the effects of all of that business. So I would just go under the assumption that everyone needs some kindness. Period. That's it. So, um, what is super interesting or fun for you right now? If you have free time. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I was just talking with my um, counselor Uh a while back about all the things, but he um, was really pushing me to make time, not just in between things but make specific time for a hobby again and that's something that so my my business started as a hobby right and uh now it's my business and so as many of anyone out there who knows if you started something that you loved and then you found yourself getting money for it somehow that changes the dynamic to some extent and I still love filmmaking I um, weddings have really become something that I'm passionate about and um, but you know there's something about it It becomes work it's work you have to do it because somebody's paid you and you're under a contract and um, so he was really suggesting making scheduling out time and I'm not a scheduler I don't like lists I don't like a set time of when I need to do something I don't know why that's something I'm trying to work through but um and my wife will tell you that because she is a planner scheduler (laughs) (laughs) and um she is good at it that's the only thing I think that's keeping us going but um (laughs) the so anyway back to the original question is I'm rediscovering some interests that I have and one of those and somebody might be laughing I don't care but is trains yes Uh, I grew up my dad is from a railroading family yes he loves trains I've been involved in the Sumter Valley Railroad yeah uh, down in Baker County for years but have never had ever since I've left home I've never had a space for like a model railroad a model train and I just discovered some really fun things and um, I'm trying to keep it under budget but um, you know we're doing well enough now to where there is a little bit of room and so that's one of the things that's been really that's fun fun it's just 
it's a break. It's, yeah. you know, it's, and Aaron and I have always shared our interests in almost everything, which is something that is great about our marriage, sure. our relationship, but it's also something that now I'm realizing that I've set aside a lot of things that I've been interested in for her. Yeah. And I'm not upset about that at all. I'm, there's no... Yeah, sure. You know. Sometimes we just do that. Yeah, we yeah. just do it. And I, you know, because I wanted to involve her in things, I wanted to be involved in what she was involved in. There was, you know, yeah. I, don't, I don't harbor any feelings or anything no. negative about that, but just a fact. And yeah. so rediscovering something that she... Not that she cares, could care less about it, but, uh-huh. you know, really, like, trains are, they're trains to her. There's, like, a, yeah. you know, like a tree or something, you oh, know, yeah. it doesn't matter to her, and, but she's been very encouraging. Okay. Um, you know, I have had a Lego hobby for years, but with our current living situation and having moved and stuff, the collection is just sort of in storage, and it's very difficult with Lego the way that I build and, you know, yeah. created my own things, I need a lot of space and, like, have things out and open right. for all the different parts. So if yeah. things are in storage and I have to go dig through things, it's not fun anymore. No. No, you have to have a studio. Yeah. Like, just like you would for any other artistic endeavor. You really do need a studio that you can have ready at the ready when it's time. Yeah. But finding ways, I found ways to do the trains where I can just have it out on a small desk and just tinker with things. Yeah. And eventually we'll build up a very small portable layout. But yeah. that's been really that's fun. so fun. I love that. I, I can remember my parents had some friends that lived in the Tigard area when we were growing up. And the, this guy was totally into model trains. And they landscaped their complete backyard to be like a model train, a whole village situation with mountains and water features and crazy. And I love it. I think that's amazing. But also also on the other end like Mike and I have very few um, hobbies that are the same like we he most of our hobbies are very different from one another and I think that's kind of healthy as long as everybody's you know like he's encouraging of my hobbies and I'm encouraging of his like have time to do those and um, I think it's important I think the one thing where we like meet together is definitely travel like he and I love to be adventurous and we love to go to different places and and really enjoy the culture that we're there and so we can be very adventurous in that in that scenario but yeah, I think it's really cool that you are branching out. That's good. Rediscovering, rediscovering interests. Yeah, that's good. Um, is there a recommendation, a book, a show, a podcast, or food that you love right now? You know, a lot of the podcasts and stuff I listen to are probably not really of interest to most people <laughs> because they involve wedding filmmaking. <laughs> that's niche. Um, or model railroading right now. <laughs> and so... Um, but you know, it's podcasts, YouTube, um, you know, even books, shows can be really addicting for me. And so I have to be very careful about my time consuming those things, but I don't really have a specific recommendation for people that I think would be, you know, of broad interests, but... I would say just seek out, you know, YouTube is such, it's crazy. You can find, there's junk on YouTube for sure and bad advice on YouTube for sure. 
but I would say seek out something, and it doesn't have to be YouTube, it could be a podcast or a book or something, but um, for me right now, it's just the time that I spend um, on things, just kind of digging into some interests on YouTube and finding, um, you know, new skills or things like that. You know, there's people on YouTube that work very hard and get paid very little, if anything, but they're just so passionate about what they're doing and sharing that I would, that's probably my recommendation is go seek out, you know, you don't even have to be techie. YouTube's easy. It's a search engine and just go seek out and, um, find some, like, you know, a new skill or a skill that branches off something that, that you're already interested in. That, for sure. Um, I think that's good permission for everybody. Yeah. Permission, permission granted. Yeah. Like, it's, I think it's part of our, it's just emotionally, mentally, like, it's, it's health. It's, it's health for us to, to really, especially if you're a creative, um, it can be so great to go see how somebody does some sort of process that'll, that'll help prick your interest and, and stimulate, you know, maybe your next, um, project that you're going to work on. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, it's sort of like a worldwide collaboration. Like, and you kind of brought that up how you and I bounce creative stuff back and forth. And even Mike and I, um, and I think that's the thing that draws me the most, that drew me the most to filmmaking in the beginning is just the collaborative nature of it. Like you can do it by yourself, but it's very hard. And it's, it's, you know, big films are a huge team effort. It's an army team effort. Yeah. And YouTube for me has become sort of this thing where it's interactive. I'm not just reading a how-to book. Yeah. But it's something you can ask, you know, questions in the comments which actually helps the creator with the algorithm and everything, but it's an interactive collaboration. You can spark an idea for somebody else. You can, you know, and there's dark sides to everything. You can, I mean, YouTube can be a spiral and it can be bad on your mental health and, you know, for creators and stuff. So be kind there as well. Don't be a troll. (laughs) Nobody, nobody needs any more trolls, but, um, you know, and reading is fantastic. I mean, I, that's something I, I feel like I need to do more, Sure. but with some mental, you know, just the mental health struggles and being hard on myself on, on a lot of aspects, I'm trying to not think that like, it's something I should do. Yeah. It's something that would be good to do. Right. Um, if we're shooting our shell, like shooting, shooting ourselves, <laughs> it's probably not a good sign. Yeah. yeah. And so... You know, if you have time and inclination, 100% read. Uh, That's great. And it's something that I would like to do more of. And I'm sorry I don't have a book recommendation. Oh, that's fine. But, um, you know, if you're just looking for some fun and you've never read The Hobbit, go for it. There you go. There you go. There you go. Um, Okay. What is something you wish you had known 10 years ago? Or what would you tell yourself 10 years ago? So harking back to 2012, <laughs> the year of our Lord, 2012. Good grief. Um, if you can believe it or not, Aaron and I were uh, married already for four years. Right. Over four years, if it's exactly 10 years ago right. this month. Um 
And that was actually a really, really, really rough time for me, for us. It was the recession had finally hit our neck of the woods. Yes. Um, and trickled this way. And I had lost my job in 2011. Um, really struggled finding work. I had applied to a nursery job that was seasonal. It was three months long. It was 30 hours a week. And I made it to the top 30 of 90 applicants for one position. Oh my word. And so as someone who's very proud of hard work ethic and has always wanted to provide for my family, um, that, that whole situation was very, very hard for me. Yeah. And I um, didn't know it at the time, but I definitely slipped into um, not even kind of some depression. I was depressed. Sure. And um, it really affected my marriage. It affected my, you know, future even to today. Yeah. Um, just not... It's hard because it's not that I wasn't able, but I also wasn't able yeah. to do more than I was doing at the time. And that's something that I still really regret and am battling with that mentally even to today. Um, so, but looking, that's just to kind of set up the stage. So 10 years ago, if I know now, if I knew then what I know now, I would have told myself that it's okay to find help, um, to recognize the signs of depression and, um, not to try harder, but to, but to, um, it almost sounds counterintuitive, but to almost try less hard. Um, and that's not to say like, not to have like a work ethic or to be striving for things, but I think just my family history, my personal history, just, you know, I wasn't aware of situations like this really. And found myself in some way that I didn't see a way out and couldn't figure it out. But also, I think because of some of that history, didn't know how to reach out for help in the ways that I needed it. And um, so I would tell myself to, if I, Marty McFly'd back there, I would, would tell myself to find professional help. Um, I had amazing friends who rallied around me, but I also wasn't open to them to where they really knew what was going on and how to help. And that's, that's hard. I mean, you can't, friends are amazing. Like you guys definitely helped us in that, through that time. Right, but we're not professionals. We're not professionals. <laughs> yeah, we're not physicians uh, so or guys, therapists. Right. You guys rallied around us. Um, we had so many people rooting for us, praying for us, um, checking in. You know, we would find a $50 bill under our door once in a while, and that was just like a huge help. Just be, it, it was more, emo- more emotional and mental than like actually physically helpful. I mean, not that, like, I mean, that paid for our electricity or whatever, and that was amazing, but... But you were seen. 
but I was seen, and I think that if I could have been seen by a professional... <laughs> Even more better. Yeah, I feel like that's that's so important because you, um, you know, let's, let's equate it to heart issues, heart problems or something, you're having palpitations. There are certain things you can do. You can, you can try to decrease your stress or whatever, but you're eventually going to have to see a cardiologist for that business. And um, your friends can rally around you in your heart palpitations and like encourage you to de-stress and eat right. But you, you really do need to see somebody who's a professional. And I, I love that um, in our society nowadays, like that's let's let's make it even more normative. Mental health is important and just as much as your physical health and seeking um, seeking assistance is like man it's a it's a hard move it's because you like don't know if you're going to find somebody that works out for you but I think I think it's such an important move for people because you need you need it like to be whole and to be right so I'm proud of you good job I would I would say the same thing to you 10 years ago (laughs) yeah to kind of tack on to that too something that I've just been kind of coming to the realization of is that even now, even with the verbiage that you and I are using right now, we're saying like mental health and kind of like saying physical health. Yeah. Honestly, our entire bodies are connected. Our mind is part of our body. Completely. Something that that uh, a health professional has gently shown me lately is that mental health is health yeah it's we say mental health just so that we understand what we're talking about but you know your mind is part of your body it's health and so if your mind is having issues some imbalance or you're just stuck in a way of thinking that's healthy or not and so think that that's something else that we can start and not to borrow you know millennial verbiage but that's something that we can start to normalize as well is it's just health it's just health if you're if you don't have insurance that covers therapy or something there's lots of organizations that can help lots just find them yeah yeah friend if you're listening in like today's the day find go find somebody because you can feel a lot better it's going to take some time we're not going to lie it's going to take some time but therapy oh my gosh therapy has been one of the best things in my life for sure and especially in a cancer journey I feel like if you're a cancer patient out there you're going to need some therapy we've seen some things there's some trauma there and your body's carrying it and you can feel it in your body and how you walk through your your cancer treatment can often be uh, affected by your mental health too so mental physical spiritual emotional hit them all it's all health it's all health okay is there something about me you've always wanted to know but never asked <laughs> maybe but not today well <laughs> i mean you're a fairly open book and we have a long enough relationship now where i feel like i know a fair amount of your My story. history your story but um, you know, I'm sure there's deeper things that I could come up with. I've been thinking since you told me this question earlier, but I, you know, where, what is your favorite, and maybe not even favorite, but what's a highlight? What's a high experience for you? What's something that you would recommend to somebody or 
something that you've done or been to or seen that you would just say, like, that's something I look back on. It was 100% worth twice as much as I paid for it if I paid anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know. I got it. Okay. So there's many highlight experiences, but I think... Um, travel, if you can travel, if you can afford to travel and do it on the cheap if you, if you can't. I feel like travel opens us up to other cultures and other ways people live and I think it's really important and I love travel. I love watching travel shows. I love Rick Steves. I love anything about travel. There's some YouTube for you. Be Rick, Rick Steves. That's the recommend. Um, but I think our trip to New York City the first time that Mike and I went, just the two of us, was absolutely one of the highlight experiences of our lives and I think it's because New York is is so historic it's so much in our psyche like if you grew up watching TV at all I mean it's like everything that you've ever watched and you're walking past these streets and you're like this movie and this movie and this movie and TV you know Um, but it's also incredibly diverse and the best city I think on the planet I just think it's so amazing because you just walk around a city block and then you're in a completely different environment Um, and the highlight of that trip I think for us was we came upon a rooftop restaurant that was a pop-up at the time and it was already like 8.30 at night and it was in the summertime and they had space and, and we didn't have to have reservations and we went up there and we made, we ate homemade like fresh pasta with a really good glass of wine like there was an arbor of talking to my Italian wine. yeah 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 come on there was an arbor above us with twinkly lights and then we could just see this the city um, it was so romantic it was so good it was like the best highlight of our lives for sure and we're really we're actually I just made reservations for that same restaurant because we're going to New York at the end of, of August Hello. and except for we have our children with us this time around yeah, well, <laughs> it can still be romantic it, 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 it I, can I, be there's a there's a yes so but to get to experience that with them I'm really excited too oh yeah um, also we're trying to get Jimmy Fallon tickets because we love Jimmy oh, Fallon yeah. so we gotta be balanced was what I'm travel. saying yes travel 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 What's your experience with cancer? Oh, you know, um, a lot of friends, a good chunk of family. Um, my aunt just recently passed away from a history with cancer and, you know, the other correlated health things. Um, I have a cousin who, um, a young, you know, she's a few years younger than me. Um, beautiful soul. Um, recently got married several years ago and had uh, just had her first child and just discovered that she has thyroid cancer. So after having a baby and all the changes that her body went through there, now she's yeah. also dealing with that. And that's heartbreaking for me. Uh, and you know everybody else around her um, and uh, you know just uh, there's a lot of pain um, you know associated with cancer I've 
not had anybody like in my immediate immediate family but I've got a fair amount of relatives and a, a good chunk of friends who have all had experience with cancer and um, it's really only been the last 10 years or so that I've really kind of understood the impacts and you know that that it's such a it's prevalent it's it's everywhere yeah. and I you know they everybody says that you know you'll know somebody who will pass away from cancer or somebody you know very close to you will have cancer at some point in your life and that didn't really click with me until just a few, you know the yeah. recent recent time yeah as you get older that I mean that's the case I think the longer we live like that's the case um which is why I like to tell these stories because I you know it, it touches everybody and and I think it's important that everybody kind of has somewhat of an understanding of maybe how to love somebody through it so yeah thank you for sharing that um last question it, when you get to heaven, a long time from now, sir, very long time from now. We'll see about that. <laughs> um, uh, you meet God, and what does he say? What is happening? What do you see? Um, when you first asked me this question in sort of preparation, there's two things that immediately came to mind. Um, I think, first of all, it's something that I think... Uh, good chunk of people would say is that he says like well done good and faithful servant sure. yeah. and not that he said that you were perfect yes. you know you didn't you know but well done you made it yeah. and you know um I think that'll just be such a relief um for me and I think the very second thing that comes immediately to mind and gonna go out on a branch and hope that my wife is okay <laughs> sharing this we'll have to check with her but um that um he will introduce me to um the the child that we lost to um a miscarriage um whew. same our first uh, child yeah, yeah. Whew, i don't that's hard yeah um It's, that's something that, like, I just, I can't wait for, um, that I just, um, you know, it's a miscarriage, um, or a lost child is different for, you know, the woman and the man, um, it, you know, affects us the same, but different. Yeah. And, um, you know, I had no physical connection to our baby. I didn't have any, you know, I wasn't able to feel anything that, that my wife was able to feel, you know, I wasn't able to touch or hold, um, our baby. And, um, I just, I have no connection, you know, other than just the, the emotional mental connection and so I can't wait for that yeah. just to see um you know my wife has had a dream that she believes was um you know God showing her our baby happy in heaven and um you know I would of course love to be able to have something like that 
at some point, but, um, you know, I don't know if, if I'm just supposed to wait, but that's, that was the very, like, um, yeah, first thought. Nice. Well, I'm almost to radiation, everybody. Um, and yeah, I, I think about our first baby too, and I'm just, I, I think there's just going to be a sweet reunion. It's going to be so good. And, um, I think for a lot of people who've experienced the loss of a child, it is, it is so crushing and it's so, and you just don't know, um, yeah, if this is ever going to be a dream for you, that's going to come true. And so it's, it's really tough, especially when it's your first kid. Um, so yeah, just thoughts and prayers for everybody out there listening who, um, has also gone through that and, um, you're not alone and yeah, definitely. We, that's a, something I would look forward to too. Well, thanks buddy for podcasting with me today and thanks to everybody for listening in and we'll have another podcast again because I will have not done with radiation. This is, I believe, day 21. Woohoo! And so we're getting, or no, 22, 22 today. We're getting closer. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for listening in, friend. I really appreciate it. This is really fun for me. But I hope for you, there's some takeaways on just being a good neighbor. Just somebody who's willing to to jump in and say, yeah, I'll help you out. If you are a cancer survivor, or if you're currently going through cancer, please know that my heart is with you, that my prayers are with you, and that you are more connected than you realize and you are more loved than you could ever understand. Please tune in next time. We will have a great time on the podcast, driving over the mountain where I get radiation and make the best of it. You know what I'm saying? Have a great day.